As is so often the case, being a rational, critical thinker means being incredibly sorry that you're right. For those of you who have not heard the news, the number of coronavirus patients, confirmed patients, has skyrocketed in the past 24 hours by more than 15,000 cases. Just as I had talked about over my last few presentations, the escalation is upon us. Are we looking at a pandemic? Well, let's look at the data first and discuss the possibilities. So first and foremost, let's look at these coronavirus cases now jumping by more than 15,000. Coincidentally, just as the World Health Organization shows up in Hubei, over 60,000, 60,414. 1370 deaths recovered 6295. If you look down at these total cases, you can see that although there seemed to be a flattening off from February 3rd to February 11th, it has now escalated. And if you look at if this line had not dipped, if it had remained straight, this does look like an exponential continuation of earlier cases. So whether these are new cases, in fact, or cases which were covered up, we probably will never know. Here is a graphic showing just how quickly this is spread. This is from 11 a.m. January 24th, Beijing time, confirmed in China, 865 deaths, 25. I will play this, and you can see these numbers are spread on the map going enormously. This thing is moving fast and is incredibly dangerous. So this is very, very important to keep your eye on and very, very important to keep yourself and your family safe. Confirmed COVID-19 is the new name for coronavirus. COVID-19 infections per day, the epicenter in the Hubei province only. These are newly confirmed infections per day. As you can see, the official story was that, oh, we have it under control and it's going back down. But again, just as I talked about, this was not true numbers. And the numbers, as you can see, have skyrocketed in just one day. Now, of course, originally it was bats. Uh, and then some people theorized a bioweapon. Let's have a look at the latest theory that coronavirus came from a meteorite which hit China last year, according to, I guess he would be called a scientist uh, that has been going on. And uh, I'm just going to go with a hard no on that one. My guess is a bioweapons leak or a bioweapons accident. So this is the price of globalism. This is the price of open borders to some degree. This map shows how coronavirus may be spreading globally through Wuhan travelers. And the death toll has spiked, as has the number of confirmed infections globally and in China. So the Chinese government over the past 24 hours has announced that it was recalibrating the way they calculated the deaths and confirmed infection counts in the country, which now means they have confirmed 15,152 new cases and 254 additional deaths. And look at this map. They used a combination, researchers used a combination of flight trackers and cell phone tracking data to map where travelers from Wuhan went. The idea was to understand typical travel and movement patterns of people within China and around the world. The annual 40-day lunar New Year celebrations, including the seven-day public holiday that started January 24th, saw millions travel around the world. Quote, it's vital that we understand patterns of population movement both within China and globally in order to assess how this new virus might spread domestically and internationally. By mapping these trends and identifying high-risk areas, we can help inform public health interventions such as screenings and healthcare preparedness, says Andrew Tatum, Director of World Pop and Professor within Geography and Environmental Sciences at the University of Southampton. So 
Yeah, these are the appropriately colored red lines based on flight and cell phone data. 60,000 people left Wuhan after the coronavirus outbreak traveled around the world. And if we have an R0 or a spread factor of four per infected person and then four from there, well, you can see just how dangerous this has become. And of course, the media is telling you to be worried about people like me radicalizing everyone and, and dropping actual facts, reason, and evidence into your mind, heart, and soul. But um, the media never focuses on the real danger. And one of the ways I knew, and said this from the very beginning, it's all confirmed and out there, one of the ways that I knew this was going to be so dangerous was that the media was underplaying it because they are, uh, well, generally the enemy of you, the future, the people, civilization, virtue, and humanity. Other than that, though, they're good. How is the military handling this? What do they think? Well, this came out a little more than 16 hours ago. The U.S. military is prepping for a coronavirus pandemic. Pandemic, of course, is when it goes international and is largely uncontrolled. U.S. Northern Command is executing plans to prepare for a potential pandemic of the novel coronavirus, now called COVID-19, according to Navy and Marine Corps service-wide messages issued this week, an executive order issued by the Joint Staff and approved by Defense Secretary Mark Esper this month directed Northern Command and Geographic Combatant Commanders to initiate pandemic plans, which include ordering commanders to prepare for widespread outbreaks and confining service members with a history of travel to China. So, uh, again, sources to all of this below. I know it's unpleasant information, but you've got to get up on this stuff. It may be the difference between a good day and a very, very bad day. Indeed. <sighs> a London COVID-19 patient took an Uber to A&E. When the patient self-presented, they were immediately given a face mask and taken to a special area to be tested for the virus. The first person confirmed to have, a cor have coronavirus in London took an Uber to hospital and walked into an A&E department. When the patient, a woman, self-presented at Lewisham Hospital on Sunday, they were immediately given a face mask and taken to a special area to be tested for the virus. So that's not, uh, that's, got not, that's not good. All staff who came in, into contact with the patient have been traced, while Uber has suspended the account of the driver after liaising with Public Health England. It's just, you know, the, the Chinese are a very, very intelligent people. They have some of the highest general IQ in the world. And if you look at what's happening, and I'll show you some pretty chilling footage in a moment, you look at what's happening in China, they're taking this shite incredibly seriously, while the rest of us are fiddling while Rome, well, I guess burning would at least destroy the virus. This is the reality. It looks silly, but many citizens are wearing these inflatable dolls instead of protective suits to protect them, and this is what you're seeing in this surreal, being hunted by coronavirus Pokemon landscape in China, that people are dressing in these particular kinds of outfits. Maybe it's a way of trying to lighten the situation, but it certainly would do something to keep you safe. But this is the world that is going on at the moment. And it would be cute if it wasn't so risky and so deadly, but that is what people are seeing. This is a set of robots. So these are people, let me just so this is people who are confined, who are quarantined, and there's a robot that is serving food to quarantined people in Hangzhou, China. And this is the world that they're living. The robots are named Little Peanut. It's serving meals in an effort to stop the spread of coronavirus. And this is what people are 
having to deal with. At least they're getting their food, I suppose, which is a positive, but the robot can be heard saying outside of people's confined quarters, hello, everyone, cute little peanut is serving you food now. Enjoy your meal. If you need anything else, please message the staff on WeChat. And this is, again, a remarkable use of technology by a highly creative and inventive culture, and that is what is occurring. So here's another issue which has the ripple effects because you can obviously do a lot to protect yourself from the virus. There's not much you can do to protect yourself from the geopolitical and in particular the economic effects of the virus. The coronavirus outbreak has put FDA, Food and Drug Administration, inspections in China on hold. The FDA confirmed that that it has suspended inspections of Chinese drug manufacturing facilities until further notice in response to the coronavirus outbreak. In addition, the agency has recalled all staff from the country and canceled travel to China. Well, you better have enough prescriptions for a while. You better double up if you can, if it's possible, because there's a large number, an enormous number of prescription drugs that are manufactured and sent from China. So here is a rather difficult situation. This is again uh, in China. Uh, This is in East Turkestan. And as you can see here, a police officer just collapses. And there is a large population of Muslims in concentration camps in China. And uh, it's really only a matter of time until the virus hits those if it hasn't already and is, of course, being covered up. This was innovative and creative. We looked at last time toothpicks, disposable toothpicks being used to push buttons. And there have been, I didn't include it here because I can't confirm it, not that I can confirm any of these things directly, but it could be a prank. But there is a video footage you can find online of a woman in China coughing on her hands and then smearing the germ-ridden hands on the buttons of the elevator in what looks like an intentional goal of spreading the virus. Because remember, there are nihilistic, destructive, suicidal, murderous, crazy, sociopathic people out there. And if they get sick, perhaps their first goal is to take everyone with them. So here we can see a creative and innovative way of dealing with elevator buttons. You push this with a clip. Now, of course, what if the virus is on that? Well, you hit the flame because it's a lighter, and that's how you deal with it. Could work. So there was a Diamond Princess cruise in Japan. I think the infection numbers are even higher. But if you look at the crew and passengers here, the red at the bottom is the number infected. The the big danger at the moment appears to be the coronavirus can spread through vents, which, of course, means if somebody gets sick in an apartment building, if there's vent, if there's air circulation, it could spread the virus because, of course, it's gone airborne or at least aerosol-based. So Professor Neil Ferguson states on COVID-19 outbreak, Quote, we're at the early stages of a global pandemic. And uh, let's listen to what the good, though alarming professor. This numbers are the tip of the iceberg, particularly in China. Again, numbers are the tip of the iceberg, particularly in China, where they're only detecting probably 5% of cases, the most severe. So I think it's misleading to look at the Chinese case numbers. Effectively, they're just looking at the epidemic in, in Hubei, in Wuhan province, outside that province. They're only reporting cases which have a link to Wuhan since they sealed the city two weeks ago. It's unsurprising they're going down. I think we're in the early phases of a global pandemic at the moment. Um, Singapore is seeing local transmission. 
The fact we've only reported eight cases in this country is just because, again, our surveillance is focused on uh, travellers. Um, we think probably we're picking up maybe one in three cases coming into the country at the current at the current time. He was saying. It's numbers. Vietnam has locked down entire communities as their 16th coronavirus case has been confirmed. And uh, an entire community is locked down to to contain the spread of the novel coronavirus. There was the 16th confirmed case. Do you get this sense of urgency, concern, and panic that would be expected from the media facing this kind of issue? Well, no. Here are some more localized updates. A second citizen journalist in China reporting on the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan has stopped posting on social media and answering his calls. Activists say he has disappeared. Coronavirus in Japan. Taxi driver in Tokyo, doctor in Wakayama, elderly woman in Kanagawa, man in his 20s in Chaiba. They're all in different areas and have all tested positive. The coronavirus quarantine camps have been set up near U.S. airports, and they've been approved by the U.S. military. As the person on Twitter asks, why do this for a virus with such a low mortality rate being reported? There are positive cases in U.K. prisons, of course, prisons being entrapped, enclosed, air-circulated, confined, which means wild spreads are certainly possible. To enter a barricaded village in China, one must say the password of the day. This is out of Hong Kong. In 2003, some people got rich by buying greatly discounted flats or apartments where people had been infected by SARS. And this, of course, occurred after the peak and in the drop of the SARS outbreak. Steep drops in prices have yet to happen. Prices have been reduced slightly, which means people don't think where they have their money, where their um, uh, mind is, they don't think that it's dropping off anytime particularly soon. In another interesting fact, Jeff Bezos sold an enormous amount of Amazon stock lately. And let's just leave this on a human note. These, of course, are real human people. They're exhausted. They're suffering. They are um, solitary because they can't go home. There have been reports, of course, of suicides of people who are not able to get into hospital because the hospitals are too busy. They can't go home because they don't want to infect their families, and they simply jump off a bridge. There's nowhere for them to go. And uh, if they are concerned about a lingering death, perhaps they choose a faster one. And this is also footage that's coming out. This poor uh, fellow, this is an auxiliary police officer who is uh, obviously overworked, and has seen an enormous amount of suffering and may have uh, had to um, perform some acts that go against his conscience in the goal of containing this. So this guy's been away from home for many days due to the fight against coronavirus. And this is the human suffering that these kinds of cover-ups, that these kinds of potential accidents, if that's what's occurring. When he's called, he puts down his lunchbox and quickly leaves. But this is a real human being who is really facing this kind of agony. And please, everybody, please understand that this is the way that the government looks at you. This is, uh, you know, they cover things up. They cover their own asses. This is the reality of the system that we live in. We are viewed as tax-paying livestock. We are viewed as an ant colony by those in power. 
They will cover their own ass. They don't care about us, which is why I have, for the last 15 years as a public intellectual, talked about an entirely new and different system. This is what we're facing with the rulers that are, I know, with creativity, with reason, with virtue, with imagination, and with commitment, we can do so much better as a species. Thank you so much for listening. Please help out the show at freedomain.com forward slash donate.